Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Over here, just trying to take my pen apart, and thinking about when I used to take pens apart when I was when I was in like in like uh, you know elementary and like middle school and high, in high school too. And then when I started working here, you know those pen, the are they the big ones that we got the real nice writing nice ones? ones? Yeah, I don't even think we have them anymore. Like the I, new I pens that one. we get. Oh, I have I have like eight. Yeah. But what I did was so I had I had all the colors right. I had blue, mm-hmm. red, black. I had the, this one pen that just like the frame like the chassis of it seemed to just be a, just a stouter chassis it was the same pens so. yeah for some <laughs> but, reason but this would, one was better <laughs> but i for some reason i would swap the colors so like my blue pen is a red pen <laughs> like it's blue on top but red inside no one's stealing nope. that no no they're gonna be frustrated yeah. looking for a blue pen and I, there's it's red got them <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> life <laughs> all right let's get into this episode now that you've heard about tyler's pens yeah, habits ben's ben's news is way way better than mine <laughs> we're gonna leave on a cliffhanger though because we're not gonna talk about like we're gonna edit this so that you're not gonna hear that very first comment because i wasn't supposed to make that totally public yet oh but that's cool though so now people are gonna think i have something really important yeah <laughs> well it is important but yeah, it's important but yeah. i mean i mean trucks are all important right. that's so you're saying really i can't important. tell anybody for now yeah okay yeah, I mean, you could probably put two and two together. It's it's truck stuff. It's truck related. Things happen with trucks and stuff. Stuff, stuff. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So welcome back to the show. This is Ben Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, coming at you live from Spokane, Washington. Some people pronounce it Spokane. That's wrong. Yeah, you can just Spokane. get out. <laughs> Spokane. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to or watch. Actually, mostly listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram, America's Diesel Podcast, on TikTok, America's Diesel Podcast, which I have not posted on TikTok in well over a month, and that's pretty much how it should be because it's a communist app. Yeah. <laughs> I downloaded <laughs> and instantly my internet got faster, but oddly slower. Yeah. Like they're taking more than they're giving. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> Your social security number is being used in somewhere in China now to buy yeah. something. It's like uh, it's like being in your late twenties and dating a uh, chick in her early twenties. Just you feel like you're putting more in than you're getting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know what you mean, but yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Someone right. out there does, maybe. Back on to the real talk. <laughs> All right. Um, make sure and check us out on YouTube as well. If you search America's Diesel Podcast, you can find us on there. Uh, these... What? Oh, no, that's... Oh, damn, no, Tyler. I was just making noises. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> uh, if you have any comments or questions, that is a great place to put them, especially if it is regarding a specific episode. And also, comments in general really help us in the rankings. So if you even want to go on there and just start commenting gobbledygook, literally gobbledygook, <laughs> I'll comment back on it. Like, yeah. 
Holler at your boy. I, I do comment back on those usually at least once or twice a week. As long as I see the little ding bell come up, I'll answer them. Yeah. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe, all that kind of YouTube holler back at your boy type stuff. Be, a, be, and, a, be that holler back girl. Yeah, and we need reviews. Tyler, go. Oh, yeah. We, we sure do need reviews. They've kind of they've kind of slowed down a little bit, and maybe that's just because we're just giving out a sticker instead of, like, clothing. <laughs> but, yeah. but, hey. Now, if you enjoy the show on any of the, the platforms that you listen on, leave a five-star review, screenshot that, and send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address to send a super sick sticker to that looks just like the logo on Ben's cup or our background. Boom! Boom, look at that bad boy. Yeah. Did we figure out a name for him yet? I don't know. Yeah. Earl the Eagle. That's, that's stupid. That's, that's really stupid. That's fairly, yeah, it's fairly dumb. Maybe, you know what? Whoever comes up with a cool name for mm. our eagle, mm. then I will send them a shirt. But that's it's got to be super, super awesome. It's got to be super awesome, and it can't just be like like Eagle McEagle Face. Yeah. Like, it's, as much as I love Bodie and McBoat Face, yeah. you can yeah. do better. You can do better. do better. So, yeah. So, someone who... Uh, Wants to name our eagle, and it's cool, and I like it. You'll get a free T-shirt. Boom. Small. <laughs> <laughs> Women small. Taper for your love handles. Yeah. Yeah. We want to see that rib cage. I might have already borne it. <laughs> Thursdays get weird around here. Yeah. All right. Before we get back into the Daniel sixty swap, uh, yard tools update because apparently oh, we got into yeah, yard tools yeah, last yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, did not really intend on that happening, but it did. Um, I fixed my weed whacker. It's not working. Went to Ace Hardware. They had the head. I put it on there. It works. The one that plugs in? Yes, my Wii Racker that plugs in. It gets the job done. I'm sure it does. It you does. like your freaking 95-year-old man trying to groom his lawn. That's probably fake. <laughs> just wants my to lawn is not fake. I know that for a fact because it's not growing very well right now. <laughs> if it was fake, my life would be a lot less stressful. You, dude, we've got a huge roll of AstroTurf back there. Pretty sure we can get that knocked out in a weekend. Probably could. Just strip it, and we'll just throw the astroturf right pretty on top. Pretty sure my uh, my HOA doesn't care about a lot of things. I'm pretty sure they care about that. All right, let's get back into the story here. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have c in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates, too. should definitely help you in colder climates. It, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. So uh, last week we left off, basically, I had uh, gone through my stupid brake rotor debacle because I'm an idiot. Yeah. God. Yeah. The the self-loathing hate I felt after that whole interchange was or exchange was just absolute I freaking just so upset. But you ended on a good note. You got her done. I did. I got her done. Found it. You got just it happen fixed. to have an extra brake rotor that doesn't fit anything that you uh, will it fit your excursion? I don't think so. I haven't tried yet. Uh, well, you I, that one. <laughs> yeah. That, it was on my list to check and we'll we'll go on that tangent later because I thought I needed a brake to the excursion, but I actually didn't. Gotcha. Um so I got the rotor on there, and at that point, we basically are able to get uh, the uh, spindle bearings all preloaded, grease, and put on there, spindle bearing nut, the keeper, the, the safety nut on top, lock nut that goes on top of that and everything. Um, and I've got 
basically I'm able to get my outers all loaded up. Yeah. Um, pro tip, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh, when you're putting your stuff on, especially with a spindle, don't forget your dust shield because that's when it goes on. Yeah. You think to yourself like, oh, the dust shield goes way later. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. It goes on like way before you think you would need to. So don't forget your dust shield. Ask me how I know. <laughs> also, if you're, you are installing ball joints, uh, make sure and try and lube those bad boys up before you put your axle shafts in or else it's a real bad time trying to get that lower that <laughs> upper one because it's right there where the u-joint is yeah not a good time bud gotta get real creative with some real <laughs> real creative they do make a uh a, a fitting that's like a, a needle with a sharp 90 on the end oh yeah that you yeah. can fit in there but you it gotta, still like, hit sucks it right on the little ball thing yeah <laughs> and, like it still shoot sucks it in there yeah oh, it's yeah. still terrible yeah. like just, just grease them before you put them in and or before you put the axle shafts in and just know that if you have to grease them again Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> or or um, just next time that you are you have it open for maintenance, grease them. That's your time to grease them. Yeah. Don't ever be like, ah, they're all right. No, no. no grease, just grease, grease them. them. Just grease them. Okay. Yeah. Grease is cheap. Grease is cheap. Ball, Ball joints are not. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> is there a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Get out of my head, Tyler. Wow. What was it? Uh, jinx, you owe me a pop. Yeah. You owe me a pop. Jinx was that Jinx double jinx? Yeah. You owe me a Coke? You can't triple drink a yeah. jinx a double jinx. <laughs> you can't triple stamp a double you stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> 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 Wanna hear the most annoying sound ever? <laughs> Did you watch there's I was watching uh there was like a breakdown of that clip from that movie and mm-hmm. you could see um like you you like see the guys the other you see, you know, um I can't even think I'm having a brain fart on their names, but the other two people in the car are like mm-hmm. holding back their laugh and you can kind of <laughs> see their face like trying to like keep a straight face but they're laughing. <laughs> it's like one of I those was, hidden things that if you watch closely you can kind of see it. I love that in movies where you can see characters like lose it. Where it's like a, a genuinely funny part <laughs> yeah. and you can see other characters like barely able to hold it together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are my, that's okay. my favorite. Yeah. Good Movie tangent. Okay. Tangent one over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically got the hubs all loaded up. I've got brakes on. Um. Oh, this is where my my more my brake escapade keeps going. Oh, geez, there's more. Yeah, I know. But we start getting. I but I got the axle underneath the truck at least. So at this point, it's basically Sunday afternoon, Easter Sunday, and that is when I was able to start actually swapping axles. Yeah. Not just parts of the axle, but like I had a fully loaded sixty, and I had a, a pretty much empty TTB that needed to come out. So it was time to start doing that. Yeah. Um, disassembly very quick. Didn't break any bolts. Got very lucky on that. But yeah. I did. Well, I was also pre pre soaking with PB blaster like three days beforehand. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that um, that actually does help. Like it seems oh, like yeah. the longer you let it soak, the better better off you are. I don't know if that's yeah. like actually true. Like it's probably probably you know it's probably like a a ten minute like soak. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a point <laughs> probably where it's after like, that it's like, hey, what are you doing? Take yeah, it off. Like it could work. <laughs> Take it, it off. It may be helping. It may not be. Who cares? But um, also having a uh, an impact gun that helps things go way faster. You know, got, that, got that going on. Um, almost died only once. Um, just I was dropping the axle off of. I decided to take the axle off the leaf spring, and then the leaf springs out. Um, and while doing this, I found that basically the only thing holding my axle into the truck was the leaf springs. Um, pretty embarrassed about that. Embarrassed that I ever drove it. Um, embarrassed I put my son in there. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, the because you have brackets that attach the uh, the insides these right here because you have your outsides or my elbows the insides which are my my fingertips uh, which uh, connect them to basically the cross member underneath the engine yeah um, so there's a pivot point there and both those brackets um, they were loose um, they were not tight <laughs> uh, one of them uh, was uh, cracked and broken, completely missing. Um, so even if one of the bolts was tied, it didn't matter because yeah, wasn't part of the bracket anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, that was embarrassing and upsetting to me, and I felt really bad afterwards, um, especially because when I bought the truck, and this is uh, learn from my fail on this one. How about this? Uh, when I bought the truck, I got under there, and every bolt I could find yeah. that I could I could tighten, I tightened. Um, maybe I didn't find all of the ones that I thought I did, but I yeah. I. Th- was fairly certain that I got all of them because I knew that there was two brackets under there and I knew there had to be at least three or four bolts, like nuts and bolts on those brackets. And I could have swore I got all of them. Yeah. Maybe I didn't tighten them down tight enough. You know, probably should have put Loctite on them or something like that. But 
I was giving it a once over and just decided to try and tighten all of them down. And evidently I didn't do a good enough job. Um, so learn from my fail. Maybe that's something where you would need to get some weight off of the axle to be able to see those TTBs move a little bit. Probably, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So those of you that are still running TTB front end trucks, check the brackets on your uh, frame side for the axles. They are a pain in the rear to get to because the oil pan's right there. Um, but get in there and give them a crank. Make yeah. sure those are good. Replace Snug as needed. Snug them up. Put some Loctite, whatever you need. Uh, but I got those out and dropped the axle only died almost once that was great um moved it over and 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 got that out of the way and took the leaf springs out that was easy i got them out of the way and i i think i had like axle fully out including steering um if you don't have like a tie rod fork you know what i'm talking about pickle fork pickle fork if you don't have one of those buy one um, you can get them at Harbor Freight for maybe like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks or something like that. Yeah, I saw a meme about a pickle fork the other day, and it was like it was a it was a guy underneath a rig at like a tie rod, and he had a f- actual fork with a little mini pickle on it, <laughs> touching it. <laughs> it's like I'm not sure this is the right yeah. pickle fork. <laughs> Pretty sure that I the chuckled. internet internet <laughs> lied to me on this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, get one of those that'll that'll help you out in a pinch and a lot of things. Um, I was able to get my steering off fairly quick and got the axle out. I think it was probably an hour and a half total by myself, like in the garage, you know, at the end of the day. So that part's very quick. Uh, As far as brakes go, I already had – I basically cut the the lines for the calipers because I knew that I was going to replace my brake lines anyways because they were pretty toast. Yeah. So I already had brake lines. I was planning on reusing the calipers, though. Um, So, hell yeah, dude. Axle's out. I'm sitting there. I'm like, how the – hell am i gonna get this axle underneath <laughs> my truck i am by myself yeah so i'm like full hover truck status i've got the jack stands like on the frame just behind the engine and i'm like <sighs> and like dustin came over because Judd dustin the justin yeah mm. <laughs> i saw dude yeah. um because I, I i brought a tool from him and he i can't remember if that's when he picked up he needed a pressure center t and i picked it up for him so he, yeah um and he's like i wasn't done with it yet but he's like how are you gonna get under there i was like oh well, kick it yeah. I don't know. we're gonna do a series of ratchet straps yeah and jack stands as like maybe a, a zip tie i don't know i mean i'll, I'll probably just <laughs> take it off the jack stands and keep pushing it and kicking it till it gets in there and and then i'll put the leaf springs in and then i'll slowly either lower the truck towards the axle and bolt it up or i'll raise the axle towards the leaf springs and bolt it up i, I yeah. don't know like I, I, yeah the, the honestly the only time i've dropped an axle um, was well, like on an actual like man lift where you have like the tall jack stands, which makes things super easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if you're in a shop doing this and you have all the parts and you've done it before, this is like a day most. Do you want to hear about a big no-no that I did one time when I was in high school? Tighten down the leaf spring bolts without letting them settle first. No, Damn. I've actually never done that. Huh. But I was replacing. I had a '87 Bronco too. Okay, that that. Like every day after school, we'd like go up four wheeling. Like that was our thing, mm. <laughs> which this thing was not built for yeah. wheeling. It had like a set of 31s on it. That's it. <laughs> but I thought it was. <laughs> so it's got four wheel drive, dude. Yeah. So I grenaded the rear end, headed to school, um, like right on our, like leaving my driveway, mm-hmm. right to the first intersection, pop. So I, I bring it back to the house and it's like pop, 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 pop. Like, oh, this thing's junk. Just the <laughs> like, worst noises you ever Oh heard. my God. And, they had like this composite diff cover on those back in the day, mm-hmm. and it shot something, shot a piece of the diff through the cover. So there's this giant hole, right? And so I told I told my dad, I'm like, I can't go to school. I gotta fix my Bronco. Like I, I can't make it to school. I, I gotta fix my Bronco. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because my dad was like, Yeah, whatever, dude. Like fix it. <laughs> I was like, Yes, get it done, beat it all. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I called my buddy Jeremy up. I think he was still in high school. Yeah, he was still in high school, too. And I think he skipped that day, too. <laughs> so he, he went and actually picked me up a rear end. Um, and uh, I, I so I'm waiting on him to bring that. And I, I've got the the Bronco in a gravel driveway. Stable. And I put jack stands on it in our Stable. gravel driveway, dude. I, had, um, I got it, like, completely out. Completely out. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I kind of like jolted it to like get it free, I heard this like and the it starts going down. And I literally, dude, rolled out of there like just in the nick of time. 
and that bumper sat right on the freaking ground, like right beside me. I'm like, Whoa, oh my god! Like I probably could have died. <laughs> this Bronco could have killed me. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> I almost died. But uh, yeah, so always make sure you've got. If you're gonna use jack stands in like gravel, put a piece of plywood down or something to, yeah. to give your your jack stand stable stable foot. Because yeah, that could have been could have been bad. Yeah, we wouldn't have been sitting here right now. Might, yeah, or it would have been like a one-legged tie tie, yeah, <laughs> or one arm, or, or like you just a, be tie and then yeah, <laughs> just be one. These Anyways, are things peg that peg leg, dude. Things we'll never know the that answer. Could have happened. Could have happened. Could have happened. Um, so I uh, got the leaf springs in there, and that's when I decided that I was going to get. I needed to get new hardware for the leaf springs. I didn't want to reuse mine. Yeah. But it's like Sunday afternoon. I can just get that on Monday. But I can at least get things mocked up yeah. with the old bolts in there. For sure. Um, so I get that in there, and I I literally kick the axle in there. <laughs> like, I, I try to, like, put it on a jack and, like, roll it forward, but I only have one jack. So, yeah. I, you know, trying to jack one it because yeah, it's offset. So it's, yeah. And you, you jack one side up and push it forward, and it slides the other one back, and you put it down, and you jack the other side up, and it just slides it basically back where you started. Do you know what so, you could have got? What? You know those little, like, wheel like cart thingies mm-hmm. where you can set a rig on like this, the four oh, wheels yeah. and then move the whole thing. That's what you should have got. I've always thought about getting some of those, but then I think about like, it's like when, it, when would I ever use those again? Like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and first of all, I ain't pushing or pulling a freaking rig around by myself anyways. So yeah. It's like, yeah. And it's like if it'd be a handy, like borrow, like I know someone who has yeah. those. Or if I, if, if when I end up <coughs> getting a, a bigger garage, <coughs> I imagine myself having some of those. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so I get it under there, and I'm like, hell yeah, dude. It's it's under there. And I, I start, like, getting the springs lined up and everything. And I get one side just about uh, uh, lined up. And, man, something else happened. I hit, like, another another freaking roadblock. I can't remember what it was, but, like, I just I couldn't get the damn uh, – no, I got the dowel pins in there. Uh, I had to use a series of ratchet straps again, like to yeah. get everything lined up correctly to get the dowel pins on the springs and everything like For that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I ended up having to. I know. I ended up having to reuse my U bolts. I know. Is what it is. Big no no. They will get replaced. But it's, again, this is like a, just get it back on the road and see what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Your U springs. Your U bolts. Yeah, because you might need you die. You, you know? yeah. Well, <laughs> you might. Yeah, you might need some other parts. So it's like yeah. you know. Um. So I I got those in there and started getting things. You know torque down and like that and and you know by golly i think at that point it was uh monday night so i i got the axle basically under there sunday and realized like oh crap i gotta go to work tomorrow like i need to go to bed yeah <laughs> it is getting late so i had myself another can of chili <laughs> knocked <laughs> off to bed <laughs> um and then so after work monday i came home and just started like you know going after it again trying to get the axle underneath the truck and or get everything dialed in and at that point is when I uh, was it with the with the brakes? Oh no, Monday night. Yeah, so Monday night I go. I'm like, okay, well I'm kind of stuck here. You know what? I can at least you know let's get the calipers cracked open and, and I'll I'll start working on that and you know maybe I'll do an extra nice long bleed on the calipers and I go to like loosen the bleed screw. Yeah. Snapped. I'm like, well, I'm getting one new caliper <laughs> basically, and then yeah. I, I or I or I go to do the snap. I'm like. <laughs> This is going well. <laughs> this is this is not what I anticipated right now. Cause, <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, like, I, these calipers are old, rusty, crusty. Like, yeah. I had to really like hit it with like a nice file to even because the on the Danny sixties, they're not the calipers are held in literally by like like they're not even pins, they're like sliders. Yeah, I guess they are basically pins, but like no screws <laughs> or bolts hold them on. Yeah, they're just a slider. They're like a friction fit and. They slide on the metal of the the caliper bracket and the caliper itself. And if the caliper is rusty crusty, you start having things possibly get hung up there because it yeah. can't move the way it's supposed to. Which is probably why that that side or my passenger side rotor failed so bad. Yeah, because it was stuck. It was, it was just, oh, yeah, it was, it was stuck. And it was only pulling or only gripping basically on on yeah. the inside. Um, so yeah, at that point, I'm like, all right, well, I mean, if I have one new rotor, I need calipers. Might as well buy another rotor. Yeah. And now I've got new rotors and calipers. Yeah. So I got on the old interwebs and uh, I ended up um, ordering a set of uh, uh, AC Delco. Um, Ooh, AC Delco. Yeah. yeah. What does Ash always say? Uh, AC, Del- AC Delco. This is Larry. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every AC Delco place you ever get. This is Larry. AC Delco. This is Larry. Yeah. And he's been there since like 1945. Yeah. And he knows all the part numbers by heart. Yeah. And yeah. he knows every single price. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he knows without even looking like, oh, Delaware's got four in stock. AC Delco. AC 365. Yeah. Got it in stock in Portland. <laughs> like he doesn't read the newspaper. He just reads stock feeds that people fax to him because he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all he does. <laughs> AC Delco is Larry. Somehow AC Delco Larry is making 150 grand a year. Probably. You know, it's yeah. like, it, it's, Funny enough, AC Delco Larry probably owns AC Delco. He probably does. He's <laughs> probably listening right now. He's like, God, how do they figure it out? <laughs> if it's Larry, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> so continuing on, I ended up finding a set of uh, loaded uh, Delco um, uh, calipers. And sidebar, like if you're going to buy replacement parts – I know Delco is supposed to be like a GM brand or like associated with GM or whatever, but, um, you know, buying good high quality factory parts like Bosch parts or Delco parts, I, I gotta tell you, there is a difference between buying a Delco part and a parts warehouse part. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not saying it's like amazing, but there is, if you need something on a budget and you're not upgrading super high, get yourself like Delco or Bosch or motor. I mean, motorcraft is going to be kind of expensive or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I managed to find a, a pair of uh, calipers, uh, preloaded, lubed up, and everything like with semi-metallic pads, and bought one more rotor. And now I've basically got fresh brakes. Yeah, you put GM parts on your Ford. Dundee did. Yeah. Well, uh, GM and and Dodge put Ford drivetrain parts on there. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get a name. It's whoever owns General Motors. It's probably not Larry. Yeah, it's probably some more noble no. name. Yeah. So I ended up getting new brakes. That was you know, blew my budget on that one. And at the same time, I ended up having to order some because I, I had the the original tie rod, like the original tie rod. Yeah. This thing's like crusty, <laughs> but the ball like the tie rod ends are tight. And I was like, reuse. Maybe maybe they're <laughs> frozen together. But either way, I'll put it on there. And I mean, it can't be any worse than the steering I have on there now. <laughs> right. Everything you're doing is is should be better than what you started with even if exactly. you reuse all the you know everything that you can reuse re, you know yeah so i uh, i bought a uh, drag link adjuster sleeve and drag link uh the, like the pitman arm tie rod end excuse me i just went straight moog on that stuff pretty much whatever was available went and found it and put it on there um so yeah i got the got the brakes all set up in there got the axle put in um didn't order new shocks <laughs> i'm using the same shocks i've been painted that i just put back on there like i did the old i'm sure those are working great <laughs> <laughs> probably don't even feel them nope. <laughs> nope. yeah i can feel everything but i don't feel shocks that's for sure God, um, i don't know why i'm getting these sniffles all of a sudden i think i'm Oh, maybe I'm starting to get allergic to this Ford Ford talk. God, every time I come, uh, uh, don't, don't worry. Well, I I have a strong feeling we'll be talking about other stuff soon. Just saying. <laughs> you, if you're listening, you can't see the look that me and Tyler just gave you. But yeah, if you're a man, you can probably just. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. When, when you give your when you give your 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 friend the look like hey. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the look. That's the look. Get excited. Yeah. Um, So I I think at this point, um, I hit a, I obviously hit a roadblock because I had to wait for that stuff to come in. So I had to pay some, you know, extra shipping to get it by Friday. I already made a defeat. I'm not going to get it done before my wife gets home. Um, But I got it pretty darn close. Um, yeah, basically all I needed to do was put the steering on there and put the brakes on and we're done and good to go. So I cleaned up the garage a little bit, got it all nice and tidy, cleared a path for my loved ones because it's like a war zone going yeah. through there right oh, now. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was uh, Saturday. I got cranking on it and it, it was honestly very smooth. I got the calipers put in. Uh, the only the only real issue I hit was the the uh, whatever brake line brand I bought was like, it was like brake best or brake line best. Like just O'Reilly's basic brake line yeah. shit, you know? Um, they, the, they did not fit on the calipers, the AC Doco calipers. Like they just, they're, you know, God damn it, Larry, just like a, a thou off, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I had to like go like file them down a little bit and make them fit. So I got that working on there. I uh, got the brake split, had to pull Lynette in there, and she helped me bleed the, bleed the brakes. Yeah. Uh, teamwork, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she did a really good job. Yeah. I was proud of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and put the <laughs> – so, and then so the tie rod. 
Okay, so the tie rod connects two front wheels. And I'm like, all right, so I should pro before I put this in the truck, I should probably break the adjuster sleeve loose so I can like, you know, adjust. And so I hit it with some PB blast and go work on some other stuff. Come back here with some PB blast and, and I for the life of me cannot get this adjuster sleeve broken free. Yeah, I've got the the everything's broken. You know, the the nuts are loosened. Yeah, it's seized itself. Oh there. yeah, and I'm like, I've got a I don't have like a good vice that holds like a really high amount of torque. So I've yeah. got this thing like. Like I got a piece of wood on top of it and like two bench clamps onto my bench and I've got like a pipe wrench one way going the other way like pushing and pulling yeah, like just yeah. trying to break this thing loose making me come out <laughs> nothing <laughs> ain't even happening I'm like well I'm either gonna break it and have to buy another one or you know what this tie rod went with that axle run it <laughs> run it send it <laughs> threw some grease in the old tie rod ends and threw it on yeah um. Put on the uh, the drag link, and this is where. So I, I found information on this as far as the pitman arm goes. So when you're going from a 250 to a 350, the pitman arm is technically longer. So if you were to use your F250 pitman arm with an F350 solid axle, you it'll work. You just you won't have your full turning radius because it's not able to like a longer pitman arm has a longer throw, so it's going to move yeah. things more. And I for the life of me could not find an F350 pitman arm. And so I was like, again, just trying to get this thing back on the road. This thing already turns like a freaking cruise ship anyway. <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't really care. Um, so I got that put on there and basically adjusted the steering wheel as tight as I could get it. Double checked everything. After that, oh no, the stupid bolts. You okay? I got a freaking you sneeze. Don't talk about it. I'm telling you, I'm getting allergic to this Ford stuff. It's gotta be. <sighs> Look at the light. I think it's gone. Yeah. Golly. Told you. I've had a cold for like three years now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Seriously. I'm so glad we don't work on the same room anymore. Fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> constant, dude. It's allergies. <sighs> but yeah, I ended up getting some wrong bolts and then I had to fix that, but it's not that's not a big deal anyways. Um, so I got the bolts all changed out, went through and just hit every nut and bolt I could find, you know, with a wrench, get them tightened down, put a little bit of paint pen on there just to... Not because I'm like, oh, I need to monitor these for. It's just it's one of those things. So I know that I hit it, and yeah. that if I need to go back and look at it, I can be like, okay, well that bolt's moved because I can tell the paint mark doesn't line up anymore. All right. that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, got the track bar bracket put in with the track bar. Um, that was a series of ratchet straps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess it's time for a test drive. Real quick on ratchet straps, do you prefer the ratchet strap that has like the S hook? Or the one that has like the little tiny like, you know where they come together and it's like mm -hmm. like you know like just a hook. Uh, it really depends really on the application. Ask? Yeah, it's uh, and depends on what you're doing. Um, with Red Bull stuff, I used a combination of both because a lot of with <laughs> you're the, like serious. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> because a lot of the trucks that we use, <laughs> yeah. we, we would rent the Penske trucks and they yeah. had the load rails on the side. And if you use the hooks, it's you always chew up your hooks or it pull yeah, them yeah. out as work it. So you got to get. They tie that like snap in there, and then that's when you use the, the two hook prong and, and pulls in there nice and tight, and you have your strap all nice. Um, but for 99% of the time, for truck stuff or for trailer stuff, if you're hooking on to round stuff, an S hook is just fine. It's like, yeah. a, and whatever. Okay. <laughs> so the answer, you're like, good I'm totally. passionate about straps, man. <laughs> I, know, man. I was like, whoa. Okay, you're serious. I was just kind of kidding around. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get it. Okay. When you make your money, and I mean this in the most non provocative way possible, you when, you're, when still, you make your money with prefer, straps. I still prefer rope. <laughs> just just some, good old, some good old rope. I remember working at Home Depot in the loading department, and I would have to get Got any rope? I'd have to tie people's shit down with yeah. twine. Twine. And I I tell you what, though. there I got some tips from people. Like They were like, oh, my God. Do you, I did, did you not, braid it before you? I would double it up, and I'd use all these like, slip knots and like trucker knots and all that kind of stuff. And get and, like It's solid. Oh, yeah. Like for me. cut it to get it off. Well, and and the, the guy that was training me at Home Depot made it like – sound like life or death which it kind of is but he's like these <laughs> yeah. people they're low they don't know what they're doing <coughs> right this is john smith who's never bought a piece of plywood before <laughs> or never bought some two by fours and you got to put a strap on top of his honda civic like what what would you like would you even say anything to someone like let's say i'm just going to mention this as an example because i have one coming but like a side by side and like you see a guy like <laughs> you, see, you see a guy securing his side by side with like just straight up rope <laughs> like what would you would you say something to him? Like, dude, 
Rope? <laughs> if, if I saw a guy doing... What do you? I, I would make two assumptions. Eighteen fifty six. What yeah. do you? <laughs> one either you you seriously don't know, and or you're bo- or you're damn good at tying knots, right? And both of these <laughs> end with the same result, and I and the result is not to toot my own horn, but it's just kind of like the, the type of people that yeah. I think I am, and I think a lot of other people out there are as well. But so if if he was genuinely using rope and he just did not understand, like okay. <laughs> Someone needs to explain to this guy how rope really is not doing him any favors. Unless, unless he is a, just this, this master rope tire. Yeah. Just, in which case, if he is his master rope tire and I go over there and ask him about it, he's probably going to make me feel like an idiot, which is yeah. fine. I'll be like, I want to watch. Yeah. Show me. <laughs> Show me how, how fast yeah. you can, like, I'll tell you what. I'll do this side with straps. You do that side with rope. Let's set a timer. Yeah. Like, we'll let's have ourselves a some friendly competition. Freaking, see, as this knot, if, if it gets any slack, it'll it'll tighten up on itself, and then it'll secure itself even further with this particular knot. It takes 45 <laughs> minutes to set up, but uh, it's, it's foolproof. But I tell you what, this knot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if if he's doing that because, like, he just, you know, I assume at that point if he's using rope, it's because he lost his straps, someone stole his straps, yeah, or so. so. And at that point, I'll tell you what, man, like, if I saw him, and, and this is kind of the same thing too, like when I went with straps, like I'm I'm serious about my straps, but at the same time, if someone needs a strap, I'm going to give him a strap. Yeah. Like if, if I saw a guy trying to tie his freaking side by side down with a rope, I'd go and be like, dude, you all right? Like yeah. what's going on? He's like, oh, I know I'm on my way there and my, my wife has my wallet and she's already at the campsite yeah. and I had to take, take this off of my out. strap. I'd be like, dude, I got, you know. I got three Home Depot straps in the back you can have. Like, I know yeah. I, I may not do the whole thing, but, like, you need these right now. Yeah. And just like, the, I mean, the guy going to the dump that needs a tarp. It's like, this tarp costs $7. Right. Take the tarp, <laughs> take, dude. Just take it. Life just is too it. short. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's my tangent. Yeah. Um, man, God, I, I just thought of so was. many other things that I wanted to bring up as a tangent, but I'm not because we're going to go down <laughs> a rabbit hole of freaking rope and, like, tying things down. That's it, for another episode. Write that down because we we do have our, we have episodes what I just specifically thought of, for this stuff. What I just thought of was like how mu- how many layers of fishing line would it take for you to secure a load? Like ten pound test. It's <laughs> a lot of fishing <laughs> line, man. Yeah, but if that's all you have, like, could you make it happen? That'd be a. That'd be a <laughs> how about how much f bomb packing tape? would it take we have that I yeah know, we need to do that seriously i want to yeah let's do that i have an idea on that okay yeah right. where you kind of spin it up and mm-hmm. make strands and then braid those strands of the tape okay don't right. steal my idea i'm not stealing your idea man you have to come up with a I different think it's, i think it's dumb but whatever i'm not stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's basically time for test drive and you ever have something in your drink that's just like floating around there and then you're just like, well, hope it's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I assume it was in there before. And if it, if it wasn't, you know, it's probably fell off my face. Hope it has some so, sort of uh, nutritional content. Yeah. <laughs> Down it goes. Um, so I'm like, all right, it's time for a test drive. I, I can't believe I did it. Um, so I, I basically kind of, you know, rolled it out the garage and, you know, went, went up and down my driveway a couple of times and nothing made any massive creaking or popping noises. Uh, got underneath sign. there. Yeah. yeah. Got back underneath it and, you know, with, you know, the box end wrenches, just basically hitting everything I could find again, trying yeah. to find anything loose as it wiggles around, leaf spring bolts and everything like that, or leaf spring uh, nuts, and everything seems fine. So I, you know, went up and down my street a couple of times, pulled back into my driveway, did that. And the steering wheel was definitely cockeyed, like something yeah. something wasn't right there. Um, so I pulled it in and tried to get that more aligned, and then I realized that pretty quickly that um, my steering wheel was not centered anymore. Mm. Um, so I, I take it off the pitman arm, go back one revolution, and then put it back on, and then readjust my drag link because my drag link is fully adjustable because it's brand new tie rod. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I center that bad girl up. <laughs> tracks straight down the road. <laughs> tracks. I mean, aside from like a loose steering gear box, you know. Yeah. But like for a tie rod that I literally could not adjust, I'm so glad that it came with that axle because it's tracks like dead nuts basically Perfect. down the road. Perfect. No steering stabilizer. No nothing. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> when this was meant to be. Yeah, and sure. uh, I took it for a rip that week and and put my front drive shaft back in. Um, little known fact, actually, you don't even need to change the yoke on your axle. That's my, cool. My old drive shaft bolted right up. That's awesome. Like that was 
that, that's that's actually really really cool, and that's great information for guys out there that have TGB F two fifty or whatever and want to re- and want to upgrade it. Mm-hmm. Like all in all, I know you got kind of like a buddy deal on the front diff, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sure it's probably close to what you could pick one up for locally. I would or maybe a little bit less. Let's mm-hmm. say, all in all, what did it cost you? Just a rough. I mean, so are we, include, are we like including like brakes and all that stuff? Yeah, too? everything it cost you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I actually ended up about two hundred and forty bucks over budget, but that's because of the brakes. Honestly, the brakes yeah. and, and the right, a little you know, unforeseen little yeah. things. And there. if you and actually if you include the the Warren hubs, it puts me even more over. Um, Still, yeah. But I would say I got out of this thing, um, and this is including you know taking the axle to the car wash. Uh, keep in mind, I did dying track ball joints on it. Okay, not everybody needs to do dying track ball joints. I did. Um, so if you didn't want to do dying tracks, take six hundred and fifty bucks out of there, out of the yeah. equation, and then whatever your ball joints cost that you want to get. I I think I probably got out of this thing for eighteen hundred. That's not bad for an axle swap. And and I did a lot of things kind of the hard way. Yeah. And c- keep in mind, like. You don't have to change your brake calipers. You don't have to put new brakes on it. Right. If you got stuff in good working order or you already replaced it, just reuse it. And then yeah. that would cut off, what, probably two, 300 bucks? Probably 300 bucks? Oh, way, way more. How much are, I don't know how much that shit was. So. I mean, Dana 60 axles, like a ball joint Dana 60 out of a truck that's like of the similar year, if you can find them that come with like steering and leaf springs and everything like that, you're probably going to be paying about 1200 bucks. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. If that's in good shape, then you know, a clean clean it and make sure everything is where it's supposed to be. And you don't have to replace the hubs. You don't have to replace the calipers. Yeah. The only thing you, I mean, especially if you get that axle with like the uh, okay, sorry, the the one crux of the whole thing on the Danny sixty, the driver side leaf spring um, bracket that goes on the bottom because it, it, it like it partially encapsulates like the the pumpkin. Yeah. As well as the axle shaft. That is the hardest thing to find. You, if you don't get it with your axle, don't be surprised. People like go to junkyards and find those things because, like me, I bought mine on eBay for a hundred and fifty bucks, and they are not a hundred and fifty dollar part. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you cannot find them. Yeah. Um. So I mean, if you find someone, even if you're thinking about doing a day and sixty swap, and you find one of those and it's less than hundred and fifty, just buy it. Yeah. Just buy it because you don't want to be that guy. It's like. Well, I found a Dana 60. It's only missing that part. You'd be like, I have that part. That's all I needed. Yeah. I found the hard part. The rest of it's all easily yeah. accessible. So like, if you were to say, I'm going to put it out there this way. Let's say that you have an F-250 and you find a wrecked F-350. And you have access to pull all the parts off of it. And that wrecked F-350 was... thousand bucks yeah let's say you find a, a rolled over f-350 for a thousand bucks it doesn't even have to be a diesel no it, it just needs gas. to be an f-350, yeah, an F-350. And, and hopefully match your gears obviously um don't be like me uh, match your <laughs> gears and i mean you're in and out of this thing super cheap yeah like diff fluid maybe some bolts yeah and the good thing is is they've made like a billion of these trucks yeah so. there are tons of them out there yeah, there's a ton of them out there um and it's just it's super easy like like when when i tell people now that i did an axle swap on them they're like oh street little bit of street axle cred right and i'm like yeah. the easiest axle <laughs> yeah like it, the, the the truck was made for, for this yeah. they just didn't do it yeah i put it on there yeah it'd be different if i did like a coil swap or something like that like sure. that, that takes like i there was literally no fabrication at all with this no the welding only, no cutting no you the only shim that or not shim but file off a little bit of the brake line that you bought but that was probably just a brake line issue no yeah nothing to do with the axle um so i would highly encourage if you're trying to get your feet wet drivetrain wise go for it the other nice thing that it's in the back of my head now too is especially once i do my clutch and get you know a little bit of transmission work done if i were to come across an f-250 like four-door long bed or a really clean low mileage extended cab long bed or something like that just another a bigger body than a single cab long bed. Yeah. And it's an F two fifty. I can make it an F three fifty. Right. I've got basically new running gear that I can swap out in my garage. Yeah. So let's say, you know, I decide that now I want a four door. I just gotta find a freaking four door. Yeah. And guess what? It can even be a gas engine. Yeah. 
Because if I'm going to swap in my transmission, my engine, and my axles, it, it's I'm basically buying a body at that point. Yeah. That too, if I were to find that'd be actually kind of cool. Yeah. The full four door that would be that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. If I were to find like a roller, you know, the a guy that's already taken all the axles off of it. Yeah. You know, totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. Like I'll, I'll pay you know. And the thing is, everybody wants the axles. Yeah. So if you find an F three fifty that's had axles gutted. and it's yeah. already gutted, now the guy's like, I've got this freaking giant thing, giant thing <laughs> sitting there. What am I supposed to do with it? I'd be like, I'll take it. Yeah. As long as it's you know, bucks. as long as the like, cabs <laughs> clean and everything like that, I'll make you know make something happen. But uh, the other part of that too is should that ever need to happen, um, I've got a almost a full extra set of axles for the excursion. Yeah. If I could Daniel sixty swap the excursion. Yeah. You know, I, I, so since you mentioned that, is that something that you were looking for? To sixty swap the excursion? No. Um, four door, like a crew cab. I'm body. always I'm always keeping my eyes out for that. That's something you would do. If I found a, a like, if the price was right, and I found like a an F two fifty that was a four door long bed, and it was like clean. Yeah. Um. And I'm and, and when I say clean, like I expect, you know, I know it's an old truck. Right. And keep in mind, I'm going for my, my blue truck, which is beat to hell to that one. <laughs> right. So I'm not expecting, you know, the world. But, you know, I would like it to be in good shape. Um, yeah, I would look into that 100%. Cool. I'm always looking out for that kind of stuff. Like yeah. if, if I happen to find one, especially if I find one that's like got bad damage because I'm still planning on doing. Because if I, if I do a flatbed on it, now literally all I need is the bed and cab to be in good shape. Or I'm sorry, the cab, the cab and the, the frame. frame. And yeah. I've got everything else. Yeah. Literally everything else. That'd be dope. And if, if, if my facility if that I'm working in had a lift that I could do that on and maybe one or two buddies, that is a weekend. Yeah. That is a full drivetrain swap in a weekend. Yeah. What are you waiting for? I don't know. The, <laughs> the other part of that, too, is like if I find an F-250 that has low mileage and it's very, very nice and everybody doesn't want it because it's an F-250, I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. Yeah. I'll just put my axle on it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You got yeah. everything you need. Oh yeah, dude. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's a uh, relatively cheap swap for guys that are looking to upgrade their two fifties that own, mm -hmm. you know, that that generation. I think it's cool. It's very educational too. I was very and excited easy. to. Yeah, I was very excited to get into axles. I've always wanted to get more into them. Yeah. But I just never really had a chance to or a need to. Right and now, I have, and I I honestly feel a lot more drivetrain savvy. Yeah. You know, like I'm not saying I was a novice before, but now I feel like, I, you know, now you got your hands in there. You can picture Absolutely. what people are talking about. You know, you, yeah. you've, you've kind of worked through those issues on your own. Um, that also being said, we're going to start wrapping this one up. But last part of the cliff notes here. If you are going to swap your Dana 60 and all you have and you keep finding these dually front axles, and I think I mentioned in the beginning too, but dually front axles will work. You have to change the outers. These spindles will not work. Spindles will not work. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what any anything you find in there. Oh, just you know, get your machine shop buddy to like machine down the hub a little bit and take yeah. a little bit of this off. No, don't do that. You yeah. are, don't, just don't do that. If you have a TTB, you are there. Yeah. Just swap everything over. Yeah. Stop trying to, you know, make that happen. Like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, Gretchen. Yeah. It was, is it fetch from Mean Girls. Oh, dude, I, I don't think I've ever watched that movie fully. I saw it in the theaters twice. <laughs> <laughs> that totally explains what's in your cup right there. <laughs> I smell like I'm in a freaking massage parlor <laughs> with the amount of freaking fumes coming from that drink. The limit does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even go here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but whatever. You, you can't sit with us. <laughs> Fine. My my other favorite one, and we may get demon. I can't help. I've got a what is it? Uh, a heavy flow on a wide set vagina. <laughs> what? <laughs> like when they're all having this like truth speak in the auditorium. Oh God! <laughs> Trust falls and shit. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, Mean Girls possibly one of the best movies out there. Uh, that being said, um, yeah, I know. 
um, I am very excited to actually have a freaking F-350 that looks the way it's supposed to now. And I'll be honest, it's got a, uh, it's a little bit up in the front. It's got that Cali lean. It's actually got a proper Cali lean to it right now. Not intentional because the leaf springs that I found for it um, have a helper spring in there, like a, a leveling, yeah. one extra leveling leaf in there. Um, but it's like, it's that proper Cali lean. Like, yeah. Just, just enough. Just maybe an inch higher in the front at most, but yeah. like, mm, I will bring the back up. Don't worry. Like, don't forget <laughs> about that, guys. But yeah, it's got a little proper Cali lean right now. But yeah, feels good, man. Feels good to have that thing back on the road and like proper. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I want to talk about what I'm doing tomorrow so bad, but I don't. You don't even tell anybody. I man. don't. But I'm I'm not going to. But I'm super jacked. Hopefully everything works out. If it does. I promise there'll be some other content. <laughs> yes. If you guys haven't put two and two together at this point, then there's no helping you. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, sum it up for you right here without giving anything away. Okay. So normally we film these episodes and we try and film them ahead of time. Uh, we ran a little bit behind because there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on at work right now. So we're actually filming this on Tuesday the 11th. 11th and this comes out on Thursday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. So day after tomorrow is when it comes out. So Tyler is literally tomorrow yeah possibly making some big boy moves yeah and it's very exciting very exciting it's very exciting like we were planning on having podcast episodes about it leading up to this point but but it just things happen so quick like it it uh yeah it's just everything's kind of being patient is truly is is helpful like it and planning. You and, planning. and Cass have been planning the shit out of this. We I'm have. so proud We've of you We've talked about it so much. We've planned the shit out of it, and it's just kind of – things are kind of falling into place, and it's, and it's, and it's working out. And, does that feel good? It does feel good. It does feel good, but it also uh, makes me feel a little appreh- apprehensive because mm-hmm. it's like it shouldn't be this easy. <laughs> you know what when I mean? You, when you, Where's the roadblock? When you do all the, When you do all the homework on it and all the pre-work on it, yeah. it is. I know, but I, I still feel like there's going to be like maybe another roadblock or something that I'm going to run into, but that that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fully prepared for whatever, but I'm jacked. Me too. I'm super excited. Wait. Yeah. Trust uh, me. There's going to be a full podcast episode about, about this. I guarantee it. It's going to be great. Tyler's going to be uh, so happy. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, if you can't tell from the grin already on my face, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be jacked. Like I'm not gonna be able to even sleep tonight because I'm so excited what's gonna happen after work tomorrow. Who knows? And I think we're doing a podcast episode tomorrow after work too. So like we might be basically in like live action on this live action. About, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, um, thank you everyone for tuning in. I uh, appreciate you guys listening to a whole bunch of Ford stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, and I want to. I want to make sure that you Cummins guys out there, there's we've got a ton of content planned for it. We've got big things planned. Um, it's going to be great. We're growing this podcast. Keep the reviews coming. Keep the comments coming. Keep the listenings. Listenings. Is that a thing? It is Keep now. the listening going. Show it to your friends. Anybody who loves diesel trucks, diesel trucks, send them this podcast. Let's grow this thing. We're going to take over the freaking diesel podcast world. You heard it right here. That's happening. Get it. Dude, you are fired up, I'm and I fun, like it. I'm jacked. You're I got shit going on tomorrow. tomorrow. I like it. Hell yeah. God. See you next week. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.